Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the 101 series. My name is Matt Lehman. I'm the owner of Finders Thrift and Vinyl in La Quinta, California, where I record and house these stories. Hopefully, we'll get a warehouse full of them soon, and you can sit down on a rainy Sunday and listen to all of them and be bored out of your mind. No, I'm just kidding. Hopefully, you learn a little bit here and there. Um, before I get into the this series, I just want to say why I'm doing this particular one. Uh, as this podcast develops, I didn't really know where I was going to go or where it was going to go, and I started listening to other podcasts that are very business-oriented and are very detailed and use big words like arbitrage and Q4 and summer blues, and they want to teach you how to do all these inventories and do all this stuff, and that's not who I am. That's not who I want to be, and that's not who I want this or what I want this podcast to be about. Um, I think they serve a place, but for me personally, I got into reselling um, many, many, many years ago off and on. I've been doing it for probably my whole life. I, I did it before there was online sales, uh, after there were online sites, including eBay and Amazon. I was, I was using eBay when I had to use my Mavica disc camera to upload pictures and wait for people to send me checks so that I could cash them and then send them the item that they want. That's how long I've been selling on eBay. Um, that doesn't mean I'm better than them. doesn't mean I'm worse than them. What, what it does mean is that I don't care about that stuff. Um, I realized that when I did this, when I opened the shop and did all everything, I started it because I didn't want a business. Um, I don't want to do the inventories and search for things. Granted, I'm not a big fan of my system, my current system, because yesterday it took me 25 minutes to find something I sold on eBay, so clearly I need to do some inventory management, and I'll talk about that in a later podcast. But that's not who I am, and I know that, and I don't want to have a podcast about something that I am not. So if you are looking for serious information on eBay's algorithms and stuff like that, then go search somewhere else, and I can give you a couple of great ones to listen to. Pure Hustle Podcast is fantastic, and I have learned a lot from them, and they have a lot of a wealth of knowledge and a wealth of information, and I do have learned a lot from them, and I will probably, and I will continue to listen to them, and I will probably continue to learn more from them, but I'm more of the Dennis Rodman of the NBA. I want to entertain you and just be ridiculous. Um, but I also want to show you things that I have found that you should be on the lookout for that you would never have expected to be worth something or to sell. And hopefully I can do that, or at least if nothing else, even if you're not a reseller, you can at least be entertained by our stupid stories. And I will always tell you my failures and my triumphs. Fortunately, the last few storage units that I have bought have been pretty solid. Um, that is not always the case. Usually, not usually. They're, they're usually a break even or just slow burns is what I call them because it, it's going to be shelf filler for the shop and it'll sell, but it just takes a while. It's not. It's not glamorous, uh, and that's important. And and we'll talk more about that. But I want to get into the big word that has little meaning, and that word is arbitrage. Uh, it took me a while to figure out why they kept using this word, and I think everybody uses this word because they want to sound like they have a business. And an arbitrage is a much better word than what it actually is. So the definition of arbitrage is the simultaneous buying and selling of securities, currency, or commodities in different markets or in derivative forms in order to take advantage of differing prices for the same asset. So, if you hear somebody say, oh, I did Target arbitrage or Walmart arbitrage, what they mean and what they're doing 
is they're going into Walmart or Target and hitting their clearance section and finding things that are on sale, putting them on Amazon or eBay for a higher price because what is on sale or clearance at one Walmart is not necessarily what's on clearance at another Walmart or online. And people do it for eBay and Amazon. So let's say I have a Guns N' Roses uh, Appetite for Destruction LP first pressing with the original cover on it. It's worth 50 to 100 bucks on eBay, but on Amazon it might be worth 75 or 100 because Amazon and eBay are kind of like Target and Walmart. You like one and you hate the other and you don't go to the other. So if people on Amazon don't want to go to eBay to look for it, they're willing to pay a higher price. If you're able to take advantage of those markets and know the difference, then you can buy from one and sell on the other. Um, people, this is a big way of quote-unquote, here's another one of the words that everybody's sourcing. Sourcing means going out and finding something. So a lot of people source Walmart, Hall, uh, Home Depot, Lowe's, Target, any place that has a clearance rack, they call that sourcing shoe stores, like clearance shoe stores are great, and a lot of times what they do is they'll go to the uh, outlet stores, buy their shoes there, take them out of the clearance box, and just say they're new without box, so that, you, so that the buyer doesn't know that they actually came from the clearance store, and they're paying full price for them. Uh, you can call it what it is. I don't. It's it's not my world, so I'm not going to judge it or pass judgment on it. It's it's not what I do. So it's whatever whatever you do, whatever floats your boat, whatever makes you gravy and helps you sleep at night. Then great, it is what it is. But that's what it is. Arbitrage to me, that is just selling. It's just reselling. I it, it doesn't need a fancy word. So you'll probably never hear me use it again after this. Um, and and I kind of despise the word, quite honestly. It's it's ridiculous and not redundant but just mostly ridiculous same as q4 q4 is quarter one two three and four this is q4 coming into october november december is q4 and that's always the win-win season because now you're getting into christmas and sales on every site pick up and go on from there um i again this is stuff that it's not I'm not that I'm not that deep into that business. I have two or three hundred things on eBay at a time, and I'm happy with that. Um, I don't need to have an inventory list or sourcing and blah 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 and use crazy words. But if you're wondering what it is, that's what it is. So if you've ever gone to Target and bought something and then resold it, welcome to the world of arbitrage. It's it's interesting to me as how deep we have become uh, resellers. Like I know that the not the majority, but I would say at least half, if not more, of my customers that come into the shop are resellers. I can see them using their phone. I know that they're doing that, and I know what they're doing. I know who comes in and specifically asks me if I have video games or if I've got any new comic books or whatever it is. I know they're reselling. I don't care. As long as I'm getting what I'm asking, then it is what it is. But I feel like reselling, I don't know where we are on this wave, but there is a giant wave of resellers coming out. Uh, we may be at the top of the wave, we may be at the bottom of the wave. I don't know where it is. I know that I'll end up surviving through it because, again, I've done this forever. I know how to make adjustments if I need to, and I know what adjustments would need to be made in a good market, a bad market, an up economy, a down economy, but it's very interesting to see, especially now with the access of the internet and YouTube and podcasts, that all of these people are coming out of the woodwork giving tips and pointers and clues. I suspect that that's probably hurting the market, uh, because if you're 
selling something that someone else says, hey, this is good to sell, you're now hurting each other. I, I don't I don't know. Um, I don't. Fortunately, I don't have to worry about that because I buy and sell storage units, and the competition is the competition. I know who I'm fighting against and who I'm not. Now, if more competition comes around, then it comes around. I mean, I was again, I was selling, buying storage units uh, 20 years ago when it was three people going to storage auctions, and you'd get a 10 by 30 for 25 bucks, full of Craftsman tool boxes and cases and TVs and furniture for 50, 50, 60 bucks because there was no eBay, nowhere, nowhere else to to do it you had to really really work hard at selling stuff but everything evolves and we are always evolving so i hope that uh the reselling market stays around i'm sure it will it'll just be interesting for me to see if it cuts the market or brings the market back around i think we're just flooded right now but it's fun i love what i do i'm very happy with what i do and i hope that i can help you guys out and help you find some stuff that is uh interesting and that you're out there hunting that's it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Oh, one other thing. If you're listening to this, and I know not everybody listens to these, if you saw the post that I put on Instagram, what was the most valuable thing in the toy picture? It's actually the blue helmet in the top center of the picture. It's a busted styrofoam Hobie skateboard helmet that apparently are quite rare. If you look them up on eBay, they sell for over $100, even in beat condition. And you clearly can't use it anymore because it's not up to code. It's just a sty- it's just styrofoam in a plastic helmet. Uh, insane. I may have been wrong on that, though, because the job of the hut is a Lily Letty version, which sometimes sells for three to 400 bucks, but sometimes it doesn't, so I'm not really sure. But I still, from what I was going for, it's the helmet. None of the G.I. Joe stuff is that valuable, nor is the Job of the Hut regular, nor is the $6 million man, or the Luke Skywalker 12 inches actually from the 90s, so it's not worth very much either. Uh, the Sky Strikers are more for parts, and even if they were in great shape, they're still not worth 100 bucks. So the helmet, always, always, always check everything and we'll talk more about that next time around i'll see you on sunday as always thank you so much for listening if you have any questions comments concerns please hit us up on our email finders lq at gmail.com or you can dm us on instagram finders underscore thrift and if you're a record collector finders underscore vinyl we are on facebook through finders thrift so there's many many ways to find us also if you are a reseller or in any sort of business that does arbitrage, give us a message. We would love to interview you. We're always looking for guests and people to talk to. Uh, I love talking to people and hearing other people's stories. And if you want to get your name out there or your eBay page or whatever else, shoot us a message. We will try to set something up and we will talk to you later. As always, thanks again. Good luck out there and happy hunting. Happy hunting.